0: Hi, I'm Brandon, I'm the father of two beautiful girls, and recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world, and I'm just living in it. What's up, girl dads? I hope everything's going well with you. It's going pretty good with me. I'm feeling pretty good right now. Uh, baseball season just started, or not season? I guess a baseball team. I don't know. Like kids don't really play seasons like like you do in. I was gonna say in school, but even like it's weird. Our our school district changed baseball to like being a um, a fall sport instead of a spring sport because they were having trouble getting coaches, so they moved it all around. So anyway. Uh, my kid is playing baseball. That's really what it's about. And I'm super excited about that because it's highlighted that, you know, that's something I'm good at, right? Like helping with baseball, like my daughter's even said that, you know, she really appreciated having me out on the field today. She's super excited. Um, These are things that I can help her with. And I've come, I've talked about this on this podcast a ton, you know, like learning how to be supportive for my daughters, learning how to, be there for other kids and not you know make children cry because that is very possible so that's why i don't coach that's why i'm just a coach helper uh, but the reason why it's such a big deal to me is because that's where i get to shine and it it can be hard for us as girl dads because our girls oftentimes and this is you know like our girls are so different they're they're every variation like i said my girls will do dress up, but then they'll also go stomp in the creek and go fishing with me, too. So there's no... I'm not painting a black and white picture here. Uh, But I will say that, you know, my daughters play Barbies, which I never played. And I don't know how to play. And I'm not good at it. I mean, they play school. The one nice thing is that, like, if they're playing school with their dolls, like, a lot of the times they're playing with dinosaurs, which is cool you know like I'm like okay I can get behind dinosaurs of course then my dinosaurs eating everybody else's dinosaur and they don't like that but anyway it's it's it can be hard sometimes when the kids want to play these imagination games and imagination games can be really hard for dads I think because we're so work oriented you know like we're, we work our job we make dinner or we do all this stuff we're working around the house we're just work 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 and imagination games are pure play, right? There's there's no rules, there's no timelines, there's no schedules to keep. It's just pure play. And that is difficult, especially for for us who are all scheduled and working and all these things and task-oriented, goal-oriented, all of these things play isn't like that it's very different and so one of the things I found is that when my girls wanted to play imagination games is like I I wasn't good at it I was terrible at it like I I was like I don't know how to do this and then my kids wanted to just tell me what to do and be like just say this like I'm not a robot either like I don't want you to just tell me what to do like I, I need to figure this out on my own and so Frankly, I mean, when it boils down to just like these imagination games, like Barbie, I'm just not good at it. And I have to acknowledge that there are dads who are very good at it. Okay, I'm just not one of them. And I've had to kind of acknowledge that and talk to my kids about it. And I think that's been the key is that when I realize that, no, you know what, I am not Bandit from Bluey. And I can't just do imagination games because I'm a work-oriented person. That I just need to tell my kids, right? Like I just need to be a little bit more upfront with them and be like, "Look, I will do, I'll do whatever here, but like just so you know, I'm not good at this. Like if you want to do something where like I'm having fun and that's more fun for you, then like let's go play Uno or let's go get a ball and kick it or let's go, you know, what, like something physical, like anything physical, playing catch. You know, I can do those things and those are a lot of fun for me, but Like, if you want me to play Barbies, I'll I'll hang out here, but I'm like, I'm not good at this. Like, you need to know that I'm not good at it. And of course, our daughters are always very forgiving. They're like, no, no, you're great at this. Because what they really want is they just want an audience uh, or they want your presence. So they kind of want the best of both worlds, right? They want to play Barbies, but they want to do it with you, even though they don't really want you to participate. That's one of those things I found out is that they don't really need you to do a whole lot. They kind of just need you to be there, and they they'll run the whole show themselves because their imaginations and their ability to play are still in full full force. And I think that's one of the balances that we have to figure. We have to be self aware to know what we're good at. Like, are we imagination game players or are we not? Are we phys- more physical, as in like playing Barbies versus kicking a soccer ball? They're not either ors uh some some of you lucky folks out there are good at both of them i'm just i'm just not so being a self-aware enough to know you know this is not my strong suit this is not where i'm i'm gonna shine and and being up front so i think the first thing is self-awareness right we have to know about ourselves we have to know who we are we have to know what our strengths are we have to know what we can offer and we have to know where we're what our weaknesses are in comparison, right? So if we don't know what we're bad at and can be honest about it, then we're just going to do all kinds of things. And everybody's going to be frustrated. Cause I know when I tried to play imagination games with my kids, it ended up nobody having fun. And so once I started just being honest, it, look, I'm just not good at this. I'm good at, th- at playing soccer. I'm not good at imagination games. I'm good at playing Uno. I'm not good at playing Barbie, right? So, Knowing our strengths and weaknesses, I think, is key to interacting with our kids so that we we can maximize our time with them. Because, again, the reality is we work a ton. And if we want to have a good time with them and we want to have positive experiences with our kids, we have to maximize the small amounts of time that we do have. And the only way to do that is to lean into your strengths and be honest about your weaknesses. That doesn't mean you don't play imagination games. It just means that you're honest with them and you let them know, hey, look, I'm just not good at it. I'll try, but I'm not good at it, Okay. So I think being self-aware is super important. I think, um, as I just kind of said, there is the communication piece. One of the things that I don't think parents do enough is communicate with their kids like they're humans. You know, we we often think we have to be the ones that have everything figured out. We know what's going on, and we're telling them how the world works. Uh, the reality is, is most of the time we we don't know much more than them. And after I've tried to prove my kid wrong about all kinds of things and she's been right, it's been fury- infuriating. And I have, I've had to acknowledge that, look, she knows things I don't know. Um, she's doing things that I, I haven't done in so long that I've forgotten them. And she's also just really a smart kid. So she might actually know a lot of things that I don't know. And that, that realization has helped me acknowledge that, you know what, I can communicate with my kid. Like she's a person, right? Like I can talk to her. I can be upfront and honest. I don't have to act like I have all my crap together, and I can do everything. Like that's not true, right? Because if we're if we're truthful with ourselves about our strengths and weaknesses, then the next step is to be truthful with our kids about our strengths and weaknesses. So uh, I've noticed that there's been a, a big benefit in in just telling them, look, hey. I'm not I am not good at playing Barbie. Like I would much rather play a game like do you want to play a game of Uno? Like I love Uno. Uno's a ton of fun. Um and they'll be like, "No, I don't really want to play that." And be like, "Okay, well I'll play Barbie, but like just, so you know, like I'm not good at it, okay?" And and then they know how to engage with me. But if I try to act like I'm good at everything, then they're going to treat me like like I'm good at everything, or they're going to expect certain things and they be frustrated. So it's kind of a managing expectations or or letting them know how to engage with me. Like they're going to have to treat me like somebody who doesn't know how to play imagination games, and that's okay because I don't, right? Uh, but they all, they've never done it with any sort of spite, right? Like your kids love you more than anything in the world. They're not going to be like, Dad, you suck. Like why can you not do this? They're not. They've never done that with me ever like when I've been honest with them about what I'm good at and what I'm not good at so self-awareness and candid conversation with our kids I think I think that's key because then when when something like baseball season does come around like we can get excited and be like look this is something I'm really good at and I'm really excited and I can't wait to be out there with you then you know that like they pick up on that excitement too so I think that communication is good on on both on the positive side and on the constructive side or the the negative side, right? What what you're not good at. And it's been an interesting journey, you know, like learning how to communicate with my kids and how to acknowledge that, hey, I'm not good at this thing, but I'm I'm good at this over here and I really enjoy it. And then linking those two things together because really the kids don't care what they're doing with you. Uh, They just want to do it with you. And that doesn't mean that you should do only what you want to do forever, right? You got to do things that they want to do as well. Otherwise, they'll get bored. Or they'll, you know, like when they turn 16, they'll just leave and they'll never really come home, which is not what we want either. So, you know, it's a little bit of compromise here and there. It's doing something that you love. It's doing something they love, if you can find a way to connect those two things together to where you're both in your in your strengths, then that's great. If you're going to be in somebody's weakness, then just be honest with each other and say, hey, this is not my strength, so I'm going to need a little bit of help. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledew podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.